Glory, 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 forever and ever and ever and ever. In the eternity of the eternity eternities. <laughs> In the breaking of the mighty breaking waters. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Father, for everyone's glorified, I mean glorified personality of their angelic creature in Christ. New, new things. Behold, I make all things new. Amen. If you need a strong drink of the best wine for last, of the love of the Father, the peace of the Father, and the divine favor of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, get that worship music. And, uh, Holy Ghost, maybe we'll... That was some of the drunkest, sauciest time we've ever had at Joel's Bar in ten years. Maybe we'll turn that into a, an album or something and send it out as Christmas presents. <coughs> <laughs> Psalms 82. Woo! God stands in the assembly of the representatives of God. In the midst of the magistrates or judges, He gives judgment as among the gods. How long will you magistrates or judges judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Selah. Pause and calmly think of that. Do justice to the weak, poor, and fatherless. Maintain the rights of the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rescue them out of the hand of the wicked. The magistrates and judges know not. Neither will they understand. They walk on in the darkness of complacent satisfaction. All the foundations of the earth the fundamental principles upon which rests the administration of justice are shaking. I said, you are gods, since you judge on my behalf. As my representatives, indeed, all of you are children of the Most High, but you shall die as men and fall as one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for to you belong all the nations. It's all about bringing the fallen angels under your feet, Bride of Christ. It's all about bringing the second heavens under your feet, Wife of the Lamb. Hallelujah. That is the meaning of life. That is the purpose of all New Covenant ministry. If you are not dealing with fallen angels, the gods judging amongst the gods. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. It's fake, false, worthless, sandcastle Christianity. We're at war here. We've had people die this year from, from cancer. We've had people die last year from heroin. We had people die the year before that from alcohol poisoning. We have the highest suicide rate in 50 years right now, I read in the news, in the United States of America, as of today. The highest suicide rate, that's what I read, from the new, different news sources, I believe it's the Reuters on Twitter. Highest suicide rate in the USA in 50 years. You know why? Because Christians haven't dealt with the gods. They haven't dealt with Satan and his angels. They live in complacent satisfaction. 
They're, they're not willing to sacrifice their humanity to become his divinity, which is called drinking the new wine. I've had so-called seasoned prophets, seasoned apostles, all kinds of people, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people come through my house, the crack house, for 10 years of broadcasting from all over the planet. We've entertained people from all over the planet. And do you know what the separation between the living and the dead is? Those who drink the cup and those who pass, as if it were optional. Because you pass in drinking the cup of the new covenant, you don't deal with the fallen angels. You have no power, you have no strength, and you wander around in darkness of confusion thinking you can do something in your own effort, thinking you can do something with your own mind. You can't have the mind of Christ and neglect the table of Melchizedek. Even in the Old Covenant, the 70 elders went up the mountain and ate face to face with God. And, it, and the Bible specifically says in Exodus that they ate and drank with God. Or you can say they ate and drank Melchizedek's table. They ate and drank the bread and wine of Jesus Christ. Amen? If you're not eating and drinking the bread and wine of Jesus Christ today, it's exciting times for you. Because you've been living a lie and serving the false Jesus of the air. An external bewitchment. Even people that I've known in the glory just yesterday are posting on Instagram, store up food and store up all kinds of stuff and shelters and have axes and have saws because when the microchip comes around in the mark of the beast, you need to be able to have food to eat and survive. And I just, these are people you understand that I was once in the glory with and the false Jesus of the air, and the religious fountain that comes from the dragon's mouth is so ingrained into their heart that they're completely persuaded by Satan and not the wellspring of Christ from their belly. The bewitchment has grown all the way down from outside them into their heart, and they're completely 100% in darkness, even though they speak in tongues, go to church, and try to live good Christian lives. This war is way more real than most of you realize. And the only battle is inward fountain or external fountain. The law comes from you externally. Satan's stars are poured into your head externally. Most Christians think Satan's stars that are poured into you externally is Jesus and the kingdom and the anointing in the river of life. But that's actually the red dragon whose mouth spews a counterfeit river. That's the false river. It has the appearance and knowledge of good. You can even perform signs, miracles, and wonders in it. You can do all the stuff of charismania. You can look exactly like a true glory Christian, but inwardly you're dead men's bones. And everything you believe in your mind is a lie to the point where you're storing up food and you're storing up all kinds of ammunition because you have so much fear in your heart from drinking Satan's river that you need to protect yourself. I mean, you're as naked as naked gets in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Holy Ghost. You can be a Pentecostal, charismatic Christian and be as naked as Adam and Eve after they first fell. 
No glory. No glory. So it's time to clothe these bewitched with our overcomer's glory. That's our job. Through the great tribulation, we plowed a path for everyone to have the well of life spring up in them with fountains of living waters, fountains of the best wine for last, fountains of divine favor, fountains of spiritual blessings, fountains of the strongest, most potent love of God the Father to adopt all these orphan Christians in the USA. And the suicide rate is almost as high amongst Christians as it is non-Christians. When I was locked up in Teen Challenge, I was around Pentecostals, Assemblies of God people, and I, they're telling me stories about how they try to commit suicide. And I'm like, you're speaking tongues, Christian? And you're putting your head around a string and slamming the door to try to cut your head off? And I was confused by it because I'd never heard of God like this before because I grew up a total pagan and Catholicism and rejected that like at age 13. And the Catholic Church was the only Christianity I had seen. Never heard of tongues before. None of it. Never seen a sign and wonder. Never None of it. And didn't know God was real at all. Believed in evolution. And so I'm talking to all these AG kids that grew up in Pentecostals. And I'm like, how can you be suicidal and speak in tongues? Because I had no grid for the spiritual warfare of how bad the bewitchment was in the church. Galatians 3.1, bewitchment, is death. These people are so full of witchcraft, and witchcraft is the presence of Satan and his angels and hell. And, and they think that it has something to do with God because they're hearing from God externally. But I tell you the truth, God is a fountain in your spirit, right in your belly. And from your spirit will flow rivers of living water. And that's what's going to set free all Christianity from the bewitchment of externalism. From Satan's stars and the law. <laughs> the law of Moses is in maximum death mode right now. It is. That is the full force and the weight of external tribulation. The only way you're not getting hit through your minds constantly by demonic thoughts in this great tribulation right now is if you have the well of living waters springing up in your belly and you live in the geyser and the gush of God. <laughs> like I do. So I don't have bad days. And I just go from glory to glory no matter what kind of crap the devils are doing in the world. doesn't matter. I don't live in a dry place. I live in the river. I'm done with Egypt. I'm done with Sodom. I'm done with my human nature. I'm long done with my human nature. When I got born again, I was like, listen, rebellion is stupid. And I had to learn how dumb religion was after that. God really wanted to instill that into me. 22 months in Teen Challenge, every day seeing how dumb religion was. <laughs> We'd have people jumping out of the windows. About 400 men turnover. Even people faking it so bad, I would watch them, they'd be faking it so bad to all the pastors in the suck-up anointing pretending to be good and then sneaking crack cocaine in during their visitors and smoking crack in the bedroom. That happened. They had to kick that guy out. And he's tweaking out of there like, what's that smell? And I wake up from a nap one day and my roommate in Teen Challenge is smoking crack in the room. Right on Franklin, downtown Minneapolis. Oh, man. These Pentecostals are something else. 
Pentecostal crackheads and not the kind of crack we like. Not the glory. <laughs> not the bright cloud. I don't even condemn them, though. Obviously, they're just deceived, thinking that there's more pleasure in drugs and alcohol than in God the Father. It's all the Father wound. I've learned over the years, ministering to every nation, tribe, and tongue worldwide, that all sin, all sin, whether it be lust or pride or everything that's in the world that hurts in your heart is a father wound. And so we try to always find a, a father, a pastor, a mentor, a leader, and, you know, and until we find God the Father, the glory cloud, we're going to be disappointed. We're going to be very disappointed. Until we find Melchizedek's father. <laughs> until we find the living father of our Lord Jesus Christ and let him fully adopt our spirits, hearts, and minds into heavenly Jerusalem, we're going to have a little orphan on us. And that's why we're in envy and strife, because there's not enough to go around, and I need to compete with other ministries, and I need to put other ministries down to make me look good. And there's a place of putting them down when they're false teachers, like Lance Walno, but not in competition if they're both in the glory of God growing up. <laughs> Amen. Holy Ghost. Jesus. So people are like, why is Lance Wallnow a false teacher? Because the seven mountains are flesh. That's why. And the Bible says, melt those mountains and cast them into the sea. There's only one mountain in the New Covenant. Mount Zion. Get a life. It's not kingdom. It's not from God. It's totally demonic. Totally bewitchment. Most of these people just make crap up that's uninspired revelation that sounds real mystical so they can sell you CDs. Every single time I listen to these false teachers and they say all this garbage to you that sounds like Christianity and it's just the mouth of the dragon puking on you, they'll always have an infomercial at the end. Buy the book, buy the CD, buy, 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 buy and sell. And people are like, nothing wrong with buying and selling. Well, Yes, there is something wrong with buying and selling. Jesus Christ made a cat of nine tails and turned the temple upside down because they're buying and selling. I mean, he was going to kill them. He's so angry, he destroyed the marketplace. That represents the whore of Babylon. That represents the charismatic church buying and selling. Do you know how many copyright infringement cases we've had to the point where people actually got lawyers? And how serious these fake mystics and these fake sons of God are about their money? We've had several of them actually hire lawyers to attack us. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And they're all show on screen and in their conferences and in their churches and in their itinerant ministries. And they'll look the part. They'll get drunk with you. There's no love in their hearts. They do it for the money. They do it for the money. Test the fruit. Test their hearts. They will snap at you and be angry. God wants you to test the heart. Test the spirit. If people's motivation for ministry is increase of income, <laughs> you know they are a devil. They are a devil. Holy Ghost. And a lot of people that started off with good intentions got corrupted by money. A lot. A lot. They've watered it down to people, please. Mm. Not saying they're going to hell, but they could have been something special in the kingdom. But they won't be for eternity, I guarantee it. 
Only those who keep the course in perfect holiness and perfect obedience to the Word of God and the servanthood of the Word and the servanthood of the wine have great rewards in heavenly Jerusalem. Those that compromise to, for women, compromise for money, and compromise for whatever reason, they are very, very lucky to even make it into the kingdom, even though they have the public stage in the charismatic church on earth. In heaven, they are nothing. Most of the people you look up to in the charismatic church are nothing in heaven, including Todd White. Straight up. Nothing. I've never seen someone promote more strange fire and dead works in my life except for maybe IHOP Kansas City. IHOP Kansas City is right up there with Todd White as some of the most dangerous, wicked, false teaching, strange fire, dead works I've ever seen. Some of these kids, when they come around after going through those schools, are straight up fallen angels. They'll froth their mouth at you. The religious demons are so severe and so bad and it's, you're going to have to understand for yourself, some of you already been through that gauntlet, some, some of you know exactly what I'm saying, because it's so deceiving, because you got all the hype, and I'm like, I kind of feel the presence of God, so I don't get it. It's religion. It's white magic. It really is. There's no God inside-mindedness. There's no development of the human spirit. It's all externalism. Externalism does nothing to your spirit. It allows the fallen angels to kill, steal, and destroy from your entire heart and suck you dry like vampires. You become puppets to all the crap that Satan and his angels want to do. That's why like millions of Christians voted for Democrats in abortion clinics this last election. Millions of Pentecostal, charismatic, Holy Spirit-filled Christians voted Democrat this last election. I'm telling you, it's because they're bewitched. No one with the Holy Spirit would vote Democrat. Straight up. You have to be demon-possessed. And I love you, but you're wrong. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can feel that in the air, going against that Herod spirit. Oh, I want to cut his head off on a silver platter. Loose! This is not the time of losing. This is the time of winning. They've cut enough of the prophets and apostles' heads off the last 2,000 years. Now we cut off the head of the red dragon, the false prophet, and the beast and throw it into the lake of fire. We have never been stronger as an army of God. We have 2,000 years of new covenant experience, of learning from our mistakes in church history, to not repeat them in this generation. We are wiser, stronger, more powerful, more faithful, holy, sexually pure, virgin-like than ever before. And Satan knows it, and that's why he is angrier than ever at the holy place Christians, some of which are you watching right now. Others are about to enter the holy place with confirming signs and wonders, and God will deal with your doubt and unbelief. God will deal with your disobedience. His punishment towards disobedience is your salvation. He disciplines those He loves. He's not going to beat you up. He's going to save you. He's a good Father. Afterwards, you'll be very thankful. While it's happening, you're not going to understand. You cannot understand in darkness. When you're in darkness, you only have negative thoughts and negative memories. When I was in darkness, I could only remember the bad things that happened in my life. 
When I'm in light, I only remember the good things, and I'm healed from all my past, and I love everyone that hurt me in my life. You can choose to be healed or live wounded. Healing is a cup of the blood of the Lamb. He was wounded for our transgressions, and by His stripes you were healed. And you drink His blood, and you drink His stripes right into your heart, right into your belly right into your spiritual bladder and His blood, His transfigured glory blood, His love fills your whole spiritual stomach. And because He was without spot and wrinkle, all the spots and wrinkles that you did to yourself or that others did to you are removed by the blood of the Lamb. You're transfigured by the blood of the Lamb. It's true. They didn't even have Bibles to the 16th century, y'all. And I love the Bible. i got 150 translations. My ferrets, Amplified Classic. I'm in it an hour or two to eight hours every day for years. <laughs> I'm in the Word feasting a lot. But I'm telling you, without the wine, you'll never understand one word of the Bible. You need to really get into the cup of the New Covenant, the cup of salvation. Instead of analyzing it, thinking about it, you need to drink it, be drunk with love. Until you're drunk with love, it's all going to be religion. Without the love of the Father, it's all death and hell. It's all dead works. It's all religion. It's all the older prodigal son out there. I work so hard, but he's like, the Father's like, man, it's not about your human works. You can't earn the Father's approval by working for it, you prodigals. Come on. <laughs> the Father sacrificed his son so you could transform. You're saved by drinking the Lamb, by eating the Lamb. You're not saved by anything you think, say, or do. You're saved by believing in the one God sent and by faith in His flesh and blood. And faith is an invisible substance, Scripture says. Faith is the hope of whatever, Shabbat. <laughs> the evidence of things not seen, faith. Faith is the drunken glory because it's invisible, but I'm sure experiencing it. You can smoke the blood of the Lamb by faith and you get high and drunk because the Holy Spirit is totally real. Totally real. That's faith. And your faith grows. Jesus said that faith was a mustard seed. And it would grow to be the largest of the garden plants of earth. And so we want to like try to muster up faith in believing, but without drinking the cup, you have no energy to believe. This is the grace energy to believe the Word and to change your words from Satan's words in your heart or human words in your heart and human words in your brain to the living words of God. <laughs> Especially the New Testament and the whole Old Testament too, but you have to you know, eat the Old Testament through the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> don't get into Leviticus. So many people are like, I don't eat pork because pork is the devil. People are still saying crap like that. Unbelievable. Arise, Peter, kill and eat. You know how many demon-possessed vegans and vegetarians there are? The Lord rebuke you. And it's not healthier. You need to go on a meat fast. Amen. But no blood, right? Yeah. Holy Spirit. We got the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Nothing wrong with the bloody steak, though. Amen? Amen. And may your religion be cast out of you, that you may enjoy life. <laughs>
that you may enjoy Him. The meaning of life on earth is enjoying God. Anything that fights your walk of enjoying the Father on earth is a demon, a serpent in the garden, a hundred percent of the time. The Father is a cloud. Every time the Father appeared in the Bible, He always appeared as the glory cloud or the white cloud. A bright cloud overshadowed them and spoke from the bright cloud. So the Father is the glory. problem with people is they're not in the glory, so that everything outside the glory or outside heavenly Jerusalem, which is the glory, is hell. If you're trying to fix yourself in hell with religion, it's time for you to enter the glory. And you enter the glory by drinking Melchizedek's cup. By drinking the cup of the blood of the Lamb. Jesus Christ is Melchizedek. And don't worry, we're going to update our website and change some of the old tapes on the shelf. I know we got some stuff from 8-10 years ago on there that contradicts a couple, just a couple things that I say now. Because I'm still learning and growing. But I've never been learning and growing more at an accelerated rate than this season, especially since August. It's just something broke open in my spirit, and just the hunger and thirst for righteousness and the freedom and the glory and the total judgment of the religious devil and just all-out assault on Egypt. And it gets worse and worse and worse for these religious people. But it's like, since August, when I broke through into this next level of sonship, Really, like at a 33-year-old Jesus Christ level of grace and truth and full spiritual stature and really mature manhood of the Scriptures, I'm telling you, man, it's been like an arsenal and like nuclear warfare against religion, against principalities, against Hades and the bowels of the earth, and against all the wickedness stored up in people's treasure houses of their natural stomachs. We are bursting forth from the bowels of the earth with the fountain of Christ's blood. When he went down into the bowels of the earth, he got the keys of death and hell from Satan. Why? So that his people could remove, called the nations, the death and hell curse from all life on earth. People have still been dying like in, during the Dark Ages in 1000 A.D., average life expectancy in Europe was like 34 years old. It was like half of what it was even in the Apostle Paul's day. So don't even tell me like it was all finished in the Apostle Paul's day. It got so much darker during the Dark Ages because we didn't use the keys of the kingdom. We didn't use the keys of death and hell. We did not remove Hades from the bowels of the earth. We didn't even remove Hades, white and black magic, Janes and Jambres, serpents in the garden, from our own spiritual stomachs. Almost the entire Christian race for 2,000 years has been bewitched and got outside mindedness. Even almost all Pentecostals and charismatic Christians to this very moment. But now we'll burst forth in the spring of Christ, the fountain of life from our bowels. And it goes through the earth because this is an earthen vessel. Your body is the temple. And it's a temple of the earth. And it's a temple of the heavens. And instead of having sorcery of white and black magic in it, of Janes and Jambres and the serpents in the garden, we have Jesus Christ, Melchizedek, with bread and wine flowing out of us to reverse the curse for all humanity during this time. That's what causes never-ending revival. That's what breaks every old wineskin. That's what turns the suicide rate in the USA to zero. 
with uncontrollable love bursting through the bowels of the earth in every U.S. city, in every Canadian city, in every European city, worldwide. Amen? It's going to happen. Why? Because we're one city, heavenly Jerusalem. And heavenly Jerusalem could always come through our spirit according to our faith. The blueprint of heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion, is written in the book of Revelation. Not so you could die and go there, but that you so you could die to self and bring heaven to earth through your spirit and through your heart and through your mind as a temple of the Holy Spirit, as a priest and a king, a son and daughter of the living God, and as a citizen of no ordinary city, Zion, the city of the living God, the city of peace. Amen? Your peace can be so deep in Zion that it actually deals with everyone's fears and they have no grid for the level of peace you walk in other than you got to be on heroin. you got to be whacked right now. I've never seen someone so peaced out. Otherwise, I want your God. And here, you can have it. Have a drink of my God. His name is Jesus Christ. Drink His blood. Eat His flesh. Eat His word. Drink His spirit, His wine, and be intoxicated with love. Be filled with peace and be filled with divine favor and creative power through all your spirit, hearts, and minds and restore all things in all the earth and we'll have paradise on earth forever through this generation in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Be blessed. If you want to donate and sow into that word for you and your house to be saved, donate at redletterman.com. Amen.